Do you, you want me to really clap? Yeah, because I need to see and hear you. Three, two, one. Thanks. Okay. He wasn't ready. That's good. Action. Welcome everybody to the next episode, the first episode of the year for Sass and the Beard. We are so excited so to be excited. here. Yes, like it's it's almost been like a whole month, but it hasn't been a month. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I've lived a couple of different lives in the last few weeks. Um, I've heard about some of those lives, and they've <laughs> been pretty interesting. They've well, you know, just regular end of the year, like family stuff, yeah. and then, you know, like fun uh, city drama that yeah. uh, happens from time to time. So, Did you have a good holiday break? I did. Uh, actually, I did and I didn't. Uh, my family, we kind of got the flu. Oh, no. Like the days after Christmas. Mm. Um, and my daughter, she broke her finger two days before Christmas. Oh, no. Yeah. She's a she's an athlete. And so she was trying to do a backflip, you know, and she landed on her hand. And that's the second time uh, in 2023 that it happened. Uh, that's what happens <laughs> when I do a backflip, too. <laughs> land on my hands wrong. Um Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, I had a really fun uh, experience just before Christmas. I was out enjoying the local shopping, um, doing my last-minute Christmas shopping, because I like to punish myself and go out on Christmas Eve or the day before. That sounds fun, though. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I was with some other people, and I may have may or may not have enjoyed an edible before going out to, to hang spend time with people. May because, or may so, not. So yeah. I was having a, a fantastic time myself, <laughs> and I saw someone walking towards me that I was like, oh, tall guy, hat, I know I recognize him from somewhere. And so, you know, being the small-town, delightful person that I am. You started smiling. Oh, I went further than that. Oh, oh. I was like, hey, hey uh, like across my body mm -hmm. to him and his friend um, that was with him, his girlfriend, hey, and then he went, hey, and as soon as he opened his mouth, I knew he wasn't who I thought he you, was. You, uh, yeah, you, you, who you he misread was. that situation. Yes, he was not um, a school board candidate who I really like. He was, in fact, a former coach that we dragged relentlessly um, for some really heinous shit that he did in the school district. Um, so he didn't wish me a Merry Christmas, I Nathan. can imagine that he was an, not very, you know, engaging with you in a positive light. <laughs> so that's what happens when you, like, do this show for a while, but you can't remember. Like, like I'm like, I know I recognize Have I said face. things about you uh, on the show? Yeah. Well. So that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. I, I You know, that happens to me, too. Uh, like, people look at me funny for things you say on the show. And <laughs> I believe that. I believe that. They used to call you and be like, could you get her to not say? And now they've given up. Yeah, because, like, you are. A, yeah, you've never. You're an yeah. entity unto yourself. Like, where that is. how am I able to have any control over you? Which is why um, we get along so well. Right. Absolutely. You are an adult. Uh, so we do want to say. Before we start the really fun stuff, uh, the show, if you see these nice little mugs, look, Deb left us some mugs. Yes. Uh, Retro Roast, these are 50% off. Yes. If you would like to be downtown and have people unsure if you're drinking water or gin and tonic, <laughs> this is one way to do it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Although you're- It in, may or may not be. Your entertainment district drink cannot go in this. That is true. Yes. That is true. Yeah. These are not- Deb approved for entertainment district drinks. And walking around with your home drink is probably not legal. Which 
That's so neither, don't do it. Here nor there. Um, but don't judge me if I do. But another uh, exciting event from one of our sponsors is that Plant Parlor has some upcoming news. Yep. Uh, we can't say what the news is yet. We are, but but check their socials if you like uh, the fact that they sponsor our show or the you know the goods are that they have are really awesome. That you know the golden ass. Yes. Um, I yep. have a feeling that I might be receiving the golden ass this week. I don't know. I we'll mean, see. There's a lot of good candidates there's for There's a lot of candidates for the golden <laughs> ass this week. Um, I I think we'll have to probably, we probably will disagree. Oh, look, Emily got it for us. Here it is. Um, we we probably disagree on who the golden ass goes to this week because I have I have a, a person. So we'll, we'll go to the nominees okay. at the end. Yeah, we'll let people decide. They can decide yeah, for us. Right. Okay. It'll be like the Golden Globes. <laughs> so... <laughs> No jokes about Taylor Swift, everyone. We are not going to tell jokes about Taylor Swift. Another exciting uh, development that has nothing to do with celebrities um, but is very important for our local community is the Offbeat Times is revamping their site. Yes. Um, so keep an eye out for updates. They cover lots of great like local events and music and lifestyle and just you know all the things that are happening in the River Valley um, that you won't find on those other sites that just cover car wrecks and yes, uh, and some sports. some great uh, you know they are kind of like the sponsored network of our show and other podcasts locally, and so we really appreciate all the work that Offbeat Times has done for us uh, because you know uh, we okay. like working with people that want to work with us. Right, <laughs> I, I know. Look, can you believe this is our? I think this is our fifth year doing this now. Is right? It? Has it been five? Coming in June, I think it's five or six years. Yeah, it's crazy um, to think that we've been doing this that long, I know. and we still don't have a casino. We started it about the casino. We still don't have a casino. Isn't that That's crazy? Insane. We still don't. Like five we years. We might get. We might have one this year. Maybe. Like, like by, by, the time, by the time this show is 10 years old, <laughs> God, I hope we have a For our 10-year anniversary, we'll we could go, have we'll it there, in the we'll casino. We'll be there to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but so, you know, probably one of the reasons that we don't have a casino is because the woke mob is doing away with prayer. Right. And so now nobody's praying for a casino to come to rest yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure there were that many prayers. Yeah, I don't know there were either. Place. Yeah, I hear you're an atheist who hates God. Tell me all about it. Well, and my dad did, uh, definitely didn't raise me correctly. Oh. I, I saw those conversations. Mm. Uh, so for those of you who are unaware, um, every year, every year, this was not some special secret meeting that we just happened to do because, you know, we are of the devil. Uh, every year, the city gets together at the beginning of the year uh, because, you know, you have new council members a, a lot of times coming in every two years at mm -hmm. least. Uh, and we organize ourselves. You know, you get different liaison appointments for the different departments. Well, and it's required by law yes. for y'all to come in and approve, like, the policy and procedures yes. for, the, for the city council mm -hmm. um, for the Even for year. the specific meeting. Mm -hmm. Like, these are, we're going we're gonna to go under these Robert's Rules of Order, which our state, like, the state law says we have to use. Mm -hmm. um, right, and, you set the dates, mm -hmm. you decide the committees. Like, I mean, there's just a lot of yes. stuff that goes on, but it's required, and every elected body does it. It's yes. not, you know, I mean, every city council's doing it every quorum court's doing it i mean it's just part of part it is of an starting organizational off the meeting yeah. that every uh, every government has and and within that meeting with this specific meeting we were reviewing our official meeting schedule mm -hmm. like not the dates but the this is how the meeting's gonna go so we start here we have prayer we have uh pledge of allegiance we have 
the mayor's report. We have all these things. And then we go new business, old business, old business, you know, however it is. Uh, and one of the council members before, like someone was, I don't know that they were, but it, it, when you're in that meeting, like you are waiting for somebody to say, make a motion to X, mm -hmm. you know, if you're not going to say it, you know, like you're just like, this is something that we're ready for. Uh, and so it was at that time that another council member made a statement basically saying, I would like to amend this schedule to remove the public prayer and replace it with a moment of silence. And there was great discussion about it. Mm -hmm. um, but before we could have like serious discussion back and forth between all of the members, like Robert's Rules of Order said, like you have to make a motion. Mm -hmm. And that council member could not make the motion because they proposed the amendment. Mm -hmm. So like this structural format of how we have to do things for these official meetings, it's not like the agenda meeting that we're going to have on Tuesday night, um, which is pretty informal. Like this is our official meeting. And so we have to follow those rules. So I made a motion to adopt it. And then we discussed what that would mean. Mm -hmm. So traditionally, there's been a local preacher come in and uh, say a prayer, you know, to the Christian God. That has been the mode of operation mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, and I agreed with that count with Emily Young. She's she's not she's not afraid of me saying her name. Um, <laughs> um, I agreed with Emily's point that she made, uh, and even had kind of a stronger feeling behind it uh, because this is not about prayer. Like I'm going to pray to the God that I pray to, which is the Christian God. Um, albeit, I'm sure people wouldn't agree with some of the things that I view <laughs> about the Christian God. Uh, but that's okay. I, I just, my faith does not require others to I can already hear the comments coming mm. in saying, well, that's the only God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, but that's the point. Like, it doesn't matter that, it, that you think it's the only God. Yeah. Like, the city of Russellville, this is not about fear. This is not about offending others. This is not about trying to uh, eradicate some woke, you know, like this, this conservative agenda with a woke agenda. Uh -huh. Like, we, we want to... When, when you hear about Russellville from other places and people coming from other places, one of the number one things they say is that it's not very welcoming. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Russell has a terrible reputation for not being welcoming to people. And I, I as a someone who's been elected by people who live in the city to represent, not only just represent those people who elected me, but the city itself to the rest of the world. Like when I go out of town... And if I got arrested for being drunk in public, like city council, like that's a bad rep. Like I don't want to, I'm not mm. trying to do that. Yeah. But also I have to think about what is that, what are we doing as a city that's causing this? And, and prayer is not something that is causing, but like if I want to be a kind neighbor, if I want to be nice to others who don't think the same way that I do, which I'm in, I end up doing all the time. Because I'm not the same as everybody mm -hmm. else, uh, then I want to decrease as many barriers, especially in approaching 
their government yeah. as I possibly can. Well, and the thing that gets me about this is so, like, you know, the, the meeting itself was a very, it was, you know, the discussion, the, like, move to do it, it was a very, like, positive, yeah. centered, like, let's yeah. be welcoming to people. Let's yeah. make this, you know, a part of, of moving Russellville to where, you know, we want yeah. all voices at the table. It wasn't we want, heated right, at all. Nobody right, was, totally. like, a bunch of, But you know. then a former council member and a couple of um, local media folks like really sort of ran with this narrative that like city council cancels prayer. Yeah. City council hates God. Like, you know what I mean? There's all this stuff that's just so crazy and being like, bring prayer back. But the thing that gets me about that is like, you know, Russellville high school, for example, for a long time, they've had a moment of silence before uh, athletics events, right? Yes. Like not prayer. used to be prayer. Yes. Then it was a moment of silence. Right. And a lot of this has to do with, government like requirements and mm-hmm. the potential for lawsuits and right. things like that. And Russellville has run into some issues where, you know, if a preacher didn't show up, if they got sick, if they couldn't make it, if they just forgot, whatever, then an employee of the city ends up leading that prayer, mm-hmm. which could land the city in trouble. Right, because like, they're not because, supposed to. Right, because then it's legally. the government. Yeah, yeah right. Mm-hmm. Like that could become an issue. And yeah. there are other things like that that have gone on. We've seen this happen in more and more communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not about, you know, we, and we've seen it happen with conservative and liberal like government bodies. It's really just about like minimizing the potential legal risk and then also, you know, increasing the like welcoming environment yeah. and making sure that people feel like they can be there. And, you know, I just don't really understand. No, I mean, you know, full disclosure, I don't, I don't go to church. I used to, um, when I fed kids here, preachers yeah. ruined me on church. Like yeah. just the, the ridiculous focus on making sure people didn't get food yeah. really turned me off. And so I don't really mess with churches anymore, but like, I just don't understand why people feel so like, compelled that they have to have someone lead a prayer out loud for them rather yeah. than just being able to take a moment and pray personally. And yeah, maybe I well, just don't get it. I, I mean, know. for me, like, my faith doesn't require that other people participate in mm-hmm. it. Um, and to be, like, just completely blunt about it, like, there's a lack of maturity that says, in, in faith, like, there, like, this is... If you don't do it this way, then it's wrong. Mm. Um, because all, you know, if the Christian faith, just in general, there are plenty of scriptures that will, you know, say, like, you know, we don't have to do it that way anymore. Like, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing that anymore. Mm-hmm. This is the new way. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I don't need a preacher to come in to pray for me. Like I'm doing that already. I do that all the time. Like, and 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 I understand like the culture of our community. Like that that is not lost on me. I mean, if I get it, like we are. This is like eighty percent Christian in this town. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, and so this is not to be offensive to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not to be offensive to others. It's not because of offense. It's not out of fear. It's not out. Of, it is strictly out of if someone who had a different set of beliefs or no beliefs at all wanted to ask something of the city, would they feel like there was a certain uh, weight to the decision based on how they did or did not believe? And and like I feel like if I walked in to a Wiccan service or a Hindu service or like if I'm just yeah. me 
and I'm trying to ask for a permit or a variance or something, and I'm sitting through this prayer mm-hmm. the, uh, to something that I don't believe, and then I'm trying to ask for this thing, mm-hmm. like I wouldn't expect them to not do it. Mm-hmm. I would just be concerned that if they knew that I didn't believe the same, how how would yeah. it affect me? Yeah, that um, makes sense. And so like I'm, this is all about empathy from my point of view. I know, and it's just being twisted up yeah. to, to set an agenda, right? Because people know it's divisive. Yeah. They know it's something they can try to get back in office with right. or get political points with. It's an easy, uh, like, the, the thing that really nationalism kind of the conversation. The thing that's been funny is both yeah. of us have ended up where people who are really, like, leading this charge, they'll block us. Both of us have been blocked so that we can't have any give any kind of feedback and i'm just like you know that really just blows my mind and you know me me on a news source you on one of the council members Mm -hmm. like i mean it's just former council members it's Mm -hmm. just really um it's just really interesting but anyways well in the conversations that i've had even with people that disagreed with me like if they've reached out to me or or like Mm -hmm. met me you know like we're at somewhere in public and they want to talk about it even people that disagree with me like once i talk to them like most people there were there were no people in this room. Like it was yeah. it was the press, it was the council members and yeah, that's the city it's employees. Such a boring meeting, right? Like because, an organizational meeting yeah. is so boring. Yeah, like, like nobody's there. Yeah, it, but it's not like meant to be a secret. No. It's just like nobody ever attends. But I like, wasn't gonna be there. That's the that that it's just that's what happens in this type of meeting. Mm-hmm. And but tonight or you know after By the, the, time the this Tuesday airs, night yeah. meeting. Like that, we're going to talk about waste management. So there's going to be a ton of people there, yeah. Because it ma- like it matters to them, the organizational aspect. And so like when that came out in the news, like people were like, "Got rid of prayer, really?" I, oh my gosh, I saw like, I saw so many comments going like, "Why couldn't we just go to a moment of silence?" And I'm like, <laughs> "That's what we did." <laughs> wait, that's what they did. Maybe it's a problem with the reporting. But look, okay, so we've talked about that. Yeah. I know it was kind of crazy. I, I'm glad we got to talk about it because I know you know you guys have caught a lot. A feedback on it sometimes coming from a really like just from misinformation that's yeah. out there but like and um, disingenuousness i think mm, in some areas absolutely yeah. absolutely mm. and so i'm i'm glad that we um we get to talk about it a little bit but uh yeah i'll always be calling you the woke mob i just can't please i, can't yeah, I appreciate myself. that is there a cage match with <laughs> councilman keller tonight <laughs> dude he got heated last time that was so it was I, like I love that. That's man. why everybody's showing and, up for it. It's not because yeah. they're really that worried about the trash. They're just waiting to see who is going to lose he, this. He's not animated at all, like no. in normal, just like no. regular life. And but he was at that meeting. Um, I ex- my expectation is that there are going to be people from the community there mm-hmm. uh, talking about their grievances to waste management, uh, which I feel is appropriate mm-hmm. because, in my opinion, they've done a crap job this year, this past year. Um, and, and I think that if they were honest, they would say they have two and it's not, you know, they have reasons for saying why. Not all of that is and within their control entirely, yes, but yes. yes, there have been a lot of contributing factors that yes. have made that service like a noticeable difference in the quality of the right. service to the, to the people who, yes. who use them. Yeah. Or and who have to use them. Cause I, the city's like, I mean, it's not like you can just go, Oh, I'll just use a different. Right. One, like they're contracted right. with the city. Yes. So the way we have um, it set up it, it but I so it, yeah. it surprises me how many people get mad about their trash. So that meeting is gonna be um, part of the agenda prep meeting, yes. which by the time this airs, we're recording a day early, so mm-hmm. by the time this airs, um it'll have already happened. But then at the city council meeting there will be more discussion about this. So if somebody didn't get to attend 
they could come to the city council meeting yes. later this month or reach out to their council member. Um, That's what I would recommend. Yeah. If you've had trash I- issues or you want to uh, voice your concern over those trash issues, the contract with waste management is up December 2025. Uh, so, so nothing is going to change really rapidly, well, but there is a lot that goes into the process of considering a different vendor. We do have some clauses in that contract where we can... We can, we can like to, to terminate the contract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know where we, where we we haven't publicly discussed anything about that, but that there is or privately. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. <laughs> I know like, just the way you yeah, said yeah, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, you haven't privately discussed no, it either. Like I because I read right. the contract. Yeah. No, that yeah. But there 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 could be mm-hmm. some a city council member could bring that up and say, hey, what if we just you know? So, uh, but I don't know if that's going to happen or not. Okay. But uh, at least until 2025. Uh, and but there would be a lot to happen if we were going to, because we'd have to yeah. bid out contracts. The whole and process. Then waste management would right. potentially be part of that as well. So, well, city council isn't the only uh, government body here locally that's Thank having goodness. some uh, drama. Other people can put feet in mouth or other. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so so on the quorum court side, you know. Um, this is one of those topics where it's it's hard to talk about because like what I want politically versus what I my values and morals say is right yeah. are difficult. Like they yeah. don't necessarily align, right. and that's a hard thing it to is, deal with. It's difficult when you're uh, when you have like integrity. You have to have integrity about right. issues. But that's what we yeah. signed up to do yeah. here, right? Mm-hmm. Is like sometimes we're gonna have to talk about stuff and people that we don't really want to talk and about. If it was if it was easy, everybody would do it. Exactly. <laughs> so um, so this happened actually back. In early December, we haven't really been here doing the show, so we haven't right. had a chance to talk about it. Yeah. But um, in the December quorum court meeting, the ju- Justice of the Peace, Lane Scott, proposed a resolution to declare a vacancy for the JP District 12 seat, which is held by Jordan Sowers, mm-hmm. right? And it, the meeting was wild. It's on YouTube. Yeah. If y'all haven't seen it, it's on YouTube. It's on their live. It's under their like live stream videos from just, um, early December. And I mean, it's crazy. Like it's the longest I think quorum court meeting they had all year. Yeah. And it's um I mean, like this thing was so wild in the public comment. You have you have Jordan Sowers' biological sister and her brother in law on there saying that she does not reside in her district. You have her mother coming in at the end saying yes, she does reside in her district. Um, and I mean, it is, it's wild. Wow. So not only is there like family drama, but there was also like, there, there've been so many reasons that these folks have tried to remove this one person because, you know, from oh, yeah. this casino issue. We're going to get all into it. That, let's, like, let's talk about it. You know, like. So, okay. So let's first talk about, yeah. let's first talk about the law here. Yeah. So the law in Arkansas says that you do have to live in your district. Um, you have to have a domicile in your district. Okay. Do you have to stay there a specific amount of time? No. Okay. So a domicile is really based on your intent, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and so, and why that is, is because you could have a temporary residence outside of your district, and that doesn't necessarily mean you don't live in your district, right? right. Judge Cross is a good example of this. When he was on quorum court, he worked for the Arkansas State Police. His mm-hmm. job required him to have a residence at his in his the you know the area right. he worked. But he still maintained his home yeah. in Pope County, uh, and, and in that case, I feel like it was a much more obvious. Like, right. there's this like kind of apartment or whatever situation, yeah. where, and then his like home where all of his stuff is, where mm-hmm. he's obviously intending to return right. for his life yeah. after that job, yeah. right? And so that's the point of the law. Yeah, it wasn't just like a rent house that he had his mail at. 
Right. Or an office that he said he had a cot in the back of, um, if we want to get real specific. So, um, so the law, though, basically says that, like, it, it doesn't necessarily matter where you stay most of the time. I mean, this isn't how the law is said, but how it's been interpreted. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily matter where you sleep, where your clothes are, where your family is. Like, it, it can be different. Um, it's your all about your intent, mm-hmm. right, to return to that as your home. So the argument here, though, is what happened with Jordan Sowers is she, um, actually before she was elected to this term, she's finishing up now. She, her, okay, it depends on who you ask here, but she had a home that she had purchased by herself several, several, several years earlier when she was a young single woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the summer of 2022, after she'd filed to run for JP, but before she was elected, there was another home purchased that is outside of her district. Um, and that, according to Justice Sowers was supposed to be in her husband's name and her, you know, father's or father-in-law's name. Um, it wasn't supposed to be her name on it, but it is her name is on there on the deed. Like yeah, that yeah, is yeah. what's listed. And yeah. so, so you know, property records show her having two residences. Now, where the the argument really comes in here is that what's happening according to. So I reached out to Ju- to Justice Sowers and to Justice Scott to kind of try to get some clarity on what's going on here. And Justice Sowers said that you know. Her, I think she, I think it was her grandparents or her parents, um, family members are living in the house that's in her district. Mm-hmm. But that she says that her and her children and her spouse, like they go and stay there sometimes. Yeah. If they do have this domicile that they consider their home, mm-hmm. they have a much larger home that was purchased um, that is outside of the district that they also stay at. Now, if you ask me logically, do I believe, based on my logic, not mm-hmm. based on the letter of the law, but right, based right, on right. my logic, that Jordan Sowers lives in her district? Do I believe that? Not really. Um, based on the letter of the law and her in- intent with a domicile, different. The yeah. law, the law isn't really well written right, in a lot right, of ways. Right, right. So that doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that she can't hold the seat. You right. know what I mean? So it's this issue of like domicile versus where you actually stay and intent and all of these things come into the letter of the law on how this is determined. Wait, but this, this was all before she was elected? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, but how did she run for that seat? Well, if she knew she wasn't going to be living Nobody ever challenged there. it. Right. Nobody ever challenged it. She held the office now for two years. This is an issue that's pretty close to my heart because I've had to abdicate a seat. Yeah, you had to resign. We just yeah. recently had an appointment to city yeah. council because uh, yeah. Councilman Scott Harris or Sean Harris resigned mm-hmm. because he built a house outside of his district. Right. The city council seems to very consistently, you guys are like, okay, we have to resign if we move. Yeah. For some reason on the quorum court, very consistently, that's not the case. Maybe that's um, the intent. Like, there you go. There's the intent. And so <laughs> the... Um, so the, the thing that's interesting here and why I didn't why it's hard for us, like, you know, is because I, I really like Jordan Sowers. I don't know her and I and like I've I'm I'm excited that she votes on things that I agree with from I mean, time I to think time. she's yeah. been a good voice on the yeah. council. Mm-hmm. I think she's smart. Um I like, you know, love to like see younger women, women and, you yes, know, especially absolutely. on there. And um parents. I mean, there's a lot of great things she brings to the table. Um she also is one of the deciding factor votes that tends to be in favor of um Cherokee Nation yeah. business and Legends Casino, right? Yeah. And that's really what that's this where comes all this down comes to. From. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because Really, um, none of this mattered until she filed to run for re-election. Yeah. And former JP, Joe Pearson, 
also filed for that seat. Now, if you remember, Joe Pearson ran against Breanne Davis for her Senate seat. He lost spectacularly and um, then didn't have that seat because he had to resign. You know, right. He couldn't run for couldn't both run at the same both. time. Yeah. So, so he's running to try to get his seat back. Yeah. And Jordan's running to, to keep that seat, right? Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because if she does get removed, um, that's, that seat's going to go to Joe Pearson. And, you know, I don't like that. I don't like that idea. Like, that's, that's going to be harmful on progress with the casino. Like, he's going to try to clog up the gears on that every step of the way and make yeah. it harder. I do not want to see him yeah. taking that seat. However, I also deeply, deeply believe that you should live in your district. Yeah. Um, if you're going to represent Agreed. it well, yeah. and um, and so it's it's complicated. And what's happened is the quorum court did not pass a resolution to declare vacancy. Vacancy. The vote went in uh, Miss Sowers what in favor of her and said that you know she wasn't declared vacant. So then a couple of folks filed a lawsuit in circuit court to challenge her there. Um, all of the judges that are local to this district have uh, recused mm. because, you know, and that's common when yeah. you have like an elected position right. and people live yep. in the same district mm-hmm. and stuff. And so most likely we'll see a, a special judge appointed to that. And we there was recently filed a motion to dismiss, was filed by Jordan Sauer's attorney to say that, um, you know, there wasn't proper venue, there wasn't like proper standing, a lot of different things. So we're going to see this play out through the courts. Um, But then, you know, the thing that really gets me, that makes me so frustrated is like you and I went through this where there was a JP on the court who literally had moved to Fort Smith. Yeah, like he wasn't, yeah. And had an office still here, an accounting office, and claimed to have a cot in the back, although, um, you know, never could catch him being there overnight. Mm. I mean, we, you know, sent people by to take pictures of the outside to see if anybody was staying there for weeks and mm-hmm. never saw anybody stay there yeah. but the court refused to act would not remove him and so i asked justice scott about that uh because i was like you know what's up like yeah, yeah. you know you didn't seem to have a problem with james kester and living in fort smith but you have a problem with jordan sowers living across town mm-hmm. um and he was like well i understood that that kester had a cot in the back of his office i'm like okay so you can see that a cot in the back of the office that that is a justifiable domicile to you but, but staying at grandma's house, that's but, really my house. That where you actually go and stay yeah. with your family, that's Doesn't, my house that I own, yeah, that's yeah. actually a residential yeah. home mm-hmm. and not a commercial office building. It's okay for me, but it's not okay for you. That's all this is. All like, of it, exactly. And so then the next move that Justice Scott made after that, which blew my mind, so like after that, then there was a vote um, around a resolution to support Cherokee Nation, Business, Legends, Casino Resort, the letter, you know, supporting that. Yep. And he pops up and says... She should abstain from voting on any of these issues because she has family who are members of the Cherokee Nation. Like a, a bl- like we're gonna have a blood test to like we're gonna literally like see whether or not like I like it blew she- my mind like that that is just so much like so much. In that, I mean, if you had any doubts about the motivation, yeah, if you had any doubts that the motivation here is to sway the vote around the casino yeah. at the quorum court because it is often hinging on one vote, just right. one way or the other, you yeah. know, and so that's definitely what's happening here. Yeah. It's trying to sway the the makeup of the mm-hmm. court, uh, the quorum court, in any way that they can. Yeah, um, and so you know. No, I can understand. It'd be different if he was like, well, she has family who works for 
legends right. who works for Cherokee Nation Entertainment yeah. works for. That's different. Not just has yeah. a heritage. Yeah, because they're, just, yeah. Like, but like, like, like are you going to see, am I 116th Cherokee and I can't vote for this right, thing? Right, does the whole like, quorum court need to take like an ancestry yeah, DNA test yeah. real quick to like, make sure? Let's find out real quick if we're, if we're going to be that. And like, we got to check them for Choctaw too because that could be, you know what <laughs> I mean? Just check their bank accounts for Choctaw. Oh my God, he said it. That was a good one, David. Look at you. (laughs) Don't you dare bleep that. Um, All right. So, anyways, it's it's okay for me and not for you. Just oh, drives me crazy. But but that's what's going on with that. Do keep an eye on it because it will be a big deal. Like if they remove her from that seat, if they're successful in removing her from that seat. It will change the makeup of the court as far as the casino goes. It could really have a huge impact on the outcome of that. Okay, wait, but can't, like, this is my question. Didn't they already vote in favor of agreeing with Judge Cross? (laughs) Wasn't that the vote that he wanted her to recuse? So now there's a letter from. Well, Judge Cross already wrote the letter. He didn't have to have approval. But they were also like, I thought that what the quorum court was doing was saying, we're not going to get in Judge Cross's way by bringing anybody else. Yeah, Basically. and I know they've brought that vote, several different versions mm-hmm. of that vote yeah. recently, and so I can't. I don't want to misspeak and like, say. Like I'm pretty sure that's what passed. What it was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's right, but I don't want to misspeak because there have been several votes, and I mm-hmm. I don't remember specifically which, which one. Like, if they would just nip this in the bud before the but, election, we wouldn't have to worry about the casino. But the issue. thing is, I mean, you know, the resolution is just a resolution. They yeah. can rescind it. They can do a new True. one. I mean, if yeah. they flip the pa- like they can pass that one last month and then change their opinion right. this month. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, that's all kind of up in the air. And really, they don't have a, a huge amount of influence, but there will come times when there is influence on this, yeah. especially once the license is issued. They start to, you know, carry out, like, actually building this, um, seeing how the uh, economic development agreement plays out, all of these different pieces. and When it comes to annexation or not and permitting mm-hmm. and all that stuff, like, they, they will have, yeah. Yeah, all of this is going to be a big deal as we go through. And so um, I do think it's important for people to watch. You know, I feel really conflicted about it because I do think it would be a bad thing to lose uh, J.P. Sowers. I I think it would be a bad thing for the community. But, again, I do think you should always reside in your district. Like, I think if you don't reside in your district, you should – you should resign. Like, and I I hate to lose somebody that's a good J.P., you know, but, like – that's part of local politics. I mean, That's part who, of politics is you're supposed to what reside here. What district is the one that her? I think three other home is. Yeah, in. I'm not sure who yeah. that JP is, but but you know, I mean, I, I do get it. I mean, and we see it happen all the time. Yeah. I mean, you look back at um, you look at Senator Brianne Davis when she was on school board. She moved out of her district and she had kept her house and used it as a rent house. Somebody else is living in it. It's up for rent, right? Like, but it still was considered her domicile for the purpose of holding that office. Now, well, nobody, it, it used to nobody, in the city a lot more nobody ever challenged it and took yeah. it to court. Yeah. So whether that would hold up or not, we don't know. But we're we're going to find out, I guess, on this issue with uh, Jordan Sowers because they did take it on to court. It's always surprised me how often this is what I'm learning about politics, like. It it has it has surprised me how often those situations come up. Like, here's a rule. It's kind of a guideline. You know, like it's not really a rule. The rules I'm are doing made a good up. job. I want to keep my position because, I, but I also don't want to live in my neighborhood. Because, well, yeah, it's real easy. Like, it's a lot easier to get elected. In now, no offense to the folks in certain areas that are elected from there, but like. 
it was a lot easier for me to get elected in the ward I was previously than the one I'm in now. Yeah, and it's not that, and, that doesn't mean that's not a reflection on the voters. It's a reflection on like the income level and the number of people that end up running for office and, and also right? the like access the to being able to vote. Yeah, exactly. You know? I mean, there's it's not like because the voters are easier or no. because that like the people still have high expectations. It's yep. just like when you live in a district that has a little higher. Um, just kind of general, like median income, yep. you're going to see more people running for office mm-hmm. and being more competitive. And so, yeah, because we, I mean, we struggle to find people to mm-hmm. run in certain wards because, yep. you know, because people are trying to meet their basic needs. Right. They, they're working. It's <laughs> like, like I don't have like, time to go yeah, to a exactly. meeting on Tuesday uh, night. Exactly. Yeah. And so, um, so anywho, right. that is going on. It's a big deal with Quorum Court. Folks, you pay attention, keep an eye on it. And the last thing we have on our list today is um, about the Learns Act and it how much it sucks. Just one more episode, three hundred. Like, wait, what is this? Part three hundred and eighty-five of why the Learns Act sucks. Well, and not only that, but like, how many decades have teachers gone through? You know, oh, there's this new thing that we're gonna do, but it's still kept them you know, low on the totem pole, you know, compared to other professionals, you know, used to be like teaching, you were equated with lawyer and doctor and those professions now making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year and teachers are still in the very below that. And, but, but we're going to give them $50,000 and they should just shut up. Yeah. Well, that wasn't what I was going to talk about today, but that's a good point. Yeah. Um, Sorry. So what I was going to talk about today (laughs) is that there is the possibility for inclement weather coming up. You know, we're getting to that time of year. There were snowflakes. There was like fat snow Mm -hmm. last week. It was Mm -hmm. crazy. I was loving the big fat snowflakes. I love it. My kids lost their mind. I know. It's so great. Um, But it is, there's potential for it to, you know, come up again. Uh, now that kids are back in school here locally and used to, if, you, if you've, you know, if you're a parent now, you've had kids in school for the last few years, um, they had implemented the alternative method of instruction, AMI days, um, you know. Because you can't just have a day off can't from just have school. A day off. Right. Right. But, and you know, back in the day before AMI days, you had to like make those days up, in, up. in mm-hmm. June or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this was going to be kind of an, an offset to that. Yeah. And then, um, so anyways, with the LEARNS Act, the LEARNS Act did eliminate AMI days. Now, you know, some people, I, I think there's kind of good and bad yes, to that. Like, it's abso- not like a, yeah, it's not yeah. like a clear Like, they don't issue. have to worry about doing homework on their day off Yeah, from you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do I want to make it up in June? Absolutely not. No. Um, do I think that they're going to get, like, an extra day of really intense education in June? Nope. Nope, they're going to be helping their teacher put up paper clips. Right, they're going to do normal end-of-year stuff. And, <laughs> like um, they would have done the day before. You know, so it's like, I don't feel like that they're, yeah, yeah. you know, like if they miss it and they just have to do some, paper, you know, some uh, worksheets at home, like, you know, sometimes people are like, well, they're not learning anything then. And I mean, I get it, but trust me, they're not going to necessarily Well, and be, the the more wealthy mm-hmm. kids are going to still go on the vacation the days that they were going to oh, go yeah, on Oh, yeah, they're vacation. not going to, yeah. So, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, kids get pulled out. Because yeah. they can miss a couple of days because they, you know have the ability to. Right. And so mm-hmm. um, just so that people are aware that if you do um, have a snow day, no AMI packets this time, uh, celebrate or cry in June with me, <laughs> whichever you prefer me and all the teachers probably. Um, but that is a result of the LEARNS Act, along with a lot of other things yes. that are happening in our education system. That is one small piece that was in there um, and will be, you know, visibly impacting our daily lives. The, the, the AMI thing, like I... 
I appreciate it from the standpoint of a, you know, I'm married to a teacher and they were able to prepare things so that they weren't stuck adding an end of the year for something that wasn't their fault. Like mm-hmm. they don't, I don't know. Nobody's in, they're not in control of snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, or like a situation that happened where they shut the school down be, you know, over the power outage, not power outage An thing. You know what I'm saying? Incident. Like, like nobody, like the teachers and the students don't have control over that. You know, so it sucks that they, you know, like, can we not make it between 185 to 189 days? Like, why does it have to be strictly X amount of days that they have to be in instruction? Uh, so that's, but I, I, I appreciated AMI days because it, it got rid of the. Extended. The makeup days, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, let us but, know. But like, also, I like being able to just go outside and play. But I also on snow days, I, my kids need something to do. So, well, I didn't. <laughs> when my kids were little, I really yeah. didn't mind it. Now, as they've got to be teenagers, yeah. it, it was a little harder. Right. Some of it, because like I can't help them with it. Like no. you know what I mean. Like I yeah. can't help with algebra. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, so you're emailing the teacher. Right, like, so I'm what like, is this? well, actually, I'm emailing the older sibling, going, "Can you yeah. come help your brother? Because I don't know what I'm supposed to do here." Um, the Pythagorean. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> Nathan, who are we nominating for the Golden Ass Award this week? Because I, I don't know if we're on the same page about who it is. It could be any of the, like, it could be Jordan Sowers. It could be Lane Scott. It could be me. I, like, I, it could be Emily. Like, it could be the news organization that is shall not be named on our show. Um, like, there news yeah, there are... It could, there's a lot of people. Who, who do you think? You pick one, and I'll pick one. Well, I'm going to go with myself. Of course you are. You're so nice. Like <laughs> He's so nice. I knew it. I knew he would. I knew he would go with himself, that he would never, ever lay somebody else's name out there on this. I, I am going with, even though it's a little delayed, I'm going with Lane Scott, not because of the residency issue, but because of the you should abstain for having Cherokee family issue, mm, that to me yeah. earns him. That's way worse than getting rid of prayer. The go- you, right? didn't get ri- <laughs> you didn't get rid of prayer. Don't say that. The um, yes. yes. So absolutely. the golden. So yeah. for me, that's the golden ass award this week is Lane Scott. For you, it's yourself. Which <laughs> you know what? I can get behind that too. I can get behind that. I'm, uh, you know, if I'm not at least mildly self-deprecating, then I don't really know what to do with myself, so. Yep, yep. Well, that's probably it. You know, one thing I want to remind people about um, before we wrap up is that if you um, are planning to vote in the March primary, which is a very important election, Mm -hmm. there will be all kinds of judicial races, um, quorum court, all kinds of primaries happening. Uh, The deadline to register to vote, if you're not already, is February 5th. Um, You may also want to check your voter registration, just confirm that it's active, because if you've missed a couple of elections, they will just delete you you from the list, Um, and you have to re-register. If you want to register and you don't want to have to go hunt down a paper form because you don't live in 1984, you can visit getloudarkansas.org. That's the organization I work with, and we have an online voter registration application that you can fill out, and we'll mail it in for you. Yes, this, this is for the link if you, you know. Yeah. And the magic of television. Yeah. I love when you do that when we're live. Be like, I'm like, they can't. Uh, so. Yes, thank you guys for watching this show. Uh, we really appreciate your support. Don't forget to visit our sponsors, Plant Parlor. Uh, 
you know, retro rows and dog ear books. Dip. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh, and don't 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 worry about the construction there around retro rows and dog ear books. You can still get in. They're open. It's just yes. you know, they're like the construction is just randomly moving around. It's like a game right now. Yes. You'll find like where can you find construction in downtown Russellville? Yes, it, downtown. Everywhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Just move around. Hey, but oh, it's great. They I are. Love it. They are projecting that by the end of the summer it'll be done. They are projecting. That by the end of the summer. That's, I didn't say that's when it will be that done. That is so cute. I said they are projecting uh, because if they go much further than that, I might have a... I love their hope. Coronary. Um, <laughs> please share this show with your friends. Let them know what's going on in the River Valley in politics and other fun things. And we'll see you all next week.